let you use iPhones in movies, but, and this is very pivotal if you're ever watching a mystery movie, bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera. Who's that and what? That is director Ryan Johnson, uh, most recently did the the movie Knives Out. Uh, He's saying that Apple, as part of their agreement to give free uh, props, essentially, to these movies so they can use them, have the caveat of, you can't have bad guys using iPhones. Well, what if I just go out and buy one, which I've done, and I, you know, as a director and actor, I decide, you know what, the villain's going to be constantly uh, checking his Twitter feed on his iPhone. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm making a movie. I got a $50 million budget. Nobody wants to spend 800 bucks to have an iPhone for the villain, I guess. So, Seems odd to me. I feel like I'm missing something. But always the cool, uh, the cool hip good people have the iPhones. Yeah, I have noticed yeah. that in TV. So, yeah. So if you're watching a movie and you see somebody with an iPhone, you can kind of just be, hey, tell your friends that guy's not the. He didn't do it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You learn something every day. Yeah. Something indeed. not very important every day. So uh, a brief aside before we get into the uh, the bulk of the hour. Um. So we were talking earlier about this guy who was a fugitive from Canadian justice. Spent 40 years living in the suburbs, successfully operated a business. He, he like, appropriated the name of a, a child who died young, which is a pretty common technique. But um, 40 years, uh, he's now an aged guy. I think he's well into his 70s. I've heard it said in, in movies and, and TV mostly, because I don't hang with a lot of criminals that I'm aware of, that, listen, you just got to go face justice because you, you would hate life on the lamb. It's torturous. You're always looking over your shoulder. It's, you can't really form relationships. Blah, blah, blah. This guy spent 40 years chilling out. I suppose the punchline is, yeah, they found him. Now they want him back in jail as an old guy. But do you think you could survive uh, on the lam? You think you could be a fugitive from justice and, 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 and make it work? I think it would be easier for me than a lot of people. I'm assuming I don't have uh, my wife and kids at this in this situation. Or do I? Mm, that would definitely complicate sure. things. But I think yeah. I'd be better at it than a lot of people, and I don't, I don't need to talk to anybody for the rest of my life. I could do that easily. Take a vow of silence. Well, I wouldn't take a vow. I would just not talk to anybody. <laughs> no, taking a vow involves talking to somebody. Why <laughs> yeah. would I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take a silent vow of silence. <laughs> Double silent vow. I think that'd make it easier. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I think I could do it. I, you know, my current identity is a little iffy, frankly. I could find a new one. That's fine. Go work at some, you know, warehouse or something. Do something with my hands and and talk like this so people wouldn't recognize my voice. (laughs) Where do you want these? uh, Where do you want these uh, crates moved to, boss? Excellent way to not draw suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'd probably meet a nice girl. Hey, you'd like to go out sometime. Anyway, uh, so uh, listen, I came across this uh, video a little earlier. I believe from one of our uh, fabulous alert listeners emailed the link to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you see something we ought to be talking about, uh, y'all are just absolutely fabulous at finding interesting stuff. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But uh, this is a, a young woman of the lesbian persuasion who uh, has announced that she is leaving the progressive thing as it exists today. And uh, why don't we just play cut one and, and we'll discuss as needed. 
I'm Arielle. I'm a lesbian. And I don't think gender is a social construct. I don't think cis straight white men are evil. I don't believe the genital preferences are transphobic or that there are 97 genders. I don't think that male sex offenders belong in women's prisons. I don't think it's normal for people to be praised for walking around with shirts that say kill turfs. I don't think like these people. And I no longer want to be associated with them. I've reached peak LGBT. This is my coming out video. Never in my life have I been more cancelled, tortured, tormented, harassed than by members of my own community. Never have I witnessed literal mentally ill individuals who are latching themselves onto the LGBT community without actually being LGBT for the sake of oppression points, external validation, and sympathy. Never okay, have can I you seen pause that? I thought we were disrespect. playing it one chunk at a time. Oh, misunderstanding. Um, sh there was stuff in there that's so out there I haven't even heard of it. Now, what's the and, kill, and I, kill TERFs? Uh, TERFs are trans-exclusive rights feminists, so people who are who fight for feminist rights but uh, pump the brakes when uh, uh, the when trans community tries to get in on those wow. and, and muddy the so, water. Interesting. Or, or, right, That's yeah. probably some pejorative words on my on my end. No, it wasn't. It was fine. I was about to get a hell of a lot more pejorative, but uh, for in the interest of time, I won't. Um, and the also the, the other thing she said was she doesn't believe genital preferences are bigotry or something like that because there's an idea in the way out wackadoo uh, sex issue left that if if I for instance preferred girl parts for my sexual sex <laughs> um that's somehow a bad thing and I'm a bad person for that I mean that's freaking crazy. You people are cuckoo nuts, which is what this uh, young woman is saying. Um, and, and by the way, we have this linked at armstrongandgetty.com. I mention that specifically because the visuals are really good, too, and really interesting. Oh, but okay. Let's roll on. From younger LGBT people to the older lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender advocates who have been paving the way for us for longer than we've all been alive. Never have I seen people that use the word bigot so frequently and not see the hypocrisy and irony in themselves saying it. Some of you have noticed this change coming onto my channel within the past two years as I've gotten what some people would say more conservative. And yeah, I have, haven't I? Since the queer movement right now is obsessed with all these different labels, and I am a fan of labels, I wanted to share a new label of mine with you. I'm coming out. I am officially leaving the left. When it's gotten to the point where I can no longer even list LGBT or women empowerment in my Instagram and Twitter bios without people thinking I'm part of this ridiculously woke cult, when we have rules and a pecking order of who is able to speak and for how long, even about their own bodies and experiences, when we have children drag queens and think it's okay for them to perform sexually for adults, when we praise news stories like this that make absolutely no sense and do nothing for our movement or for people understanding us, when this person is praised by LGBT organizations and deemed a speaker for lesbians and People say that straight black men are the white men of black people, and I know what they mean. I no longer wish whoa, to be a part whoa, of this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm Ariel. I'm Ariel. My mind's not keeping up. What was straight that black men are the white men of black people. <sighs> I still can't follow it. Boy, straight? there's a lot of hate and bigotry going on, which was my favorite point she made. That yeah. The idea that you call everybody bigots all the time and don't even see the irony uh, that you're flaming bigots. Str say, say it again, though. Straight black men are the white men of black people. Because, <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course, white man is a pejorative because you were born with the original sin of something or other, and there is no cleansing that sin. This is a religion, but it's a disgusting and insidious one. Uh, go ahead. You can back up a little if you want, but roll on. 
When it's gotten to the point where I can no longer even list LGBT or women empowerment in my Instagram and Twitter bios without people thinking I'm part of this ridiculously woke cult. When we have rules and a pecking order of who is able to speak and for how long, even about their own bodies and experiences. When we have children drag queens and think it's okay for them to perform sexually for adults. When people say that straight black men are the white men of black people and I know what they mean, I no longer wish to be a part of this. The LGBT community has become a safe haven for the mentally unstable who are not mm. seeking help. And who also aren't in any sense of the word queer. We've become so obsessed with validating everybody. How did we not see this coming? This community has become so ridiculously intolerant while preaching love that for the first time in a decade, LGBT acceptance is down. Wow. I, no, that's funny. I had read that the other day and I forgot to get that on the uh-huh. air. That, that, that doesn't surprise me a studies bit. Studies show that, yeah, the whole gay acceptance thing has reversed and started going the other direction and... I don't know what the right terms are to use. I'm similar to Sean. I'm, I don't know what words I can use that don't get me in trouble. But uh, regular gay people, um, not woke gay people, I guess, right. are really bothered that, hey, we're, we're losing ground here now because we've all attached to some other things. Is she, well, because is, she said, I don't want to be associated with this cult, this bizarro woke cult. Just because I say, look, I'm into LGBTQ uh, issues. Now, is she? I don't a, blame her. Is she a person that like? Is she a a star on? She's got a Instagram. She's or got a, a hell of a lot of uh, YouTube subscribers. Yeah. So she had a big following already. Yeah, she's yeah. a commentator. Okay, cool. In the uh, in the gay community, and then mm-hmm. like reached her limit because her saying that, that God, that's a controversial statement. Only she can say that is a. Um, I don't know if I get the words exactly right, but the LBGT community is a safe haven for the mentally unstable. Yes, that is that's true, and and she incorporates some videos that I'm familiar with the entire videos of um really troubled, crazy people uh, acting out, but because they're on the right side of it, the people around them are supporting them, even though they're clearly in need of help. And you know what's what's interesting about this is the gay people I know, and and I don't say gay and lesbian. I just I don't know. Maybe I'm lazy. Um, they they agree with her, and and they are perfectly reasonable. Uh, you know, well, they're perfectly reasonable people, and they understand what is reasonable advocacy for equal rights and and respect and the rest of it, and what's Looney Tunes, and it's becoming harder. For the normal people not to be, you know, painted with the Looney Tune mm, paint. Normal's a tough word there. Joe Getty said that, not Jack Armstrong. Sure, I'll say it again if oh, you'd like. Oh, boy. No, I'm sure. Dropped yeah. an N-bomb. <laughs> That's not what that is, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care who you are or who you love or how. I honestly do not. But the whole, you know, oh, my God, there was a story about another freaking former guy weightlifter blowing away all the competition and winning a tournament. How crazy is that? Yeah, I came across another. There's another uh, uh, well-known gay advocate for everything gay who said women's sports need to get to be women's sports. Yes. We need to end this now. 100%. Martina Navratilova got killed for that. This person we were just listening to, her saying that... uh, I'm gay, but I don't believe there are 90 different genders. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know the answer to this, but I got to believe the majority of gay people don't believe there are 50 or 90 or whatever different genders. No, no, I, I don't quite get. Well, 
I don't know. I don't know how far I don't want. To, I want to go down this road, but and if you have any insight into this, because you're in whatever community, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC four one five two nine five KFTC. A lot of this comes straight out of the navel gazing sciences, which have gained currency on our nation's college campuses and gotten enormous funding, and have these wackadoo professors that indoctrinate the kids and give it this 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 patina this this appearance of uh, scholarship. Which is what our friends uh, James Lindsay and Peter Bogosian and Helen Pluckrose were pointing out with their fake papers, even though all three of them are, are to a large extent, liberals. They thought, well, this is not liberalism. This is crazy. This is making stuff up. This is indoctrinating people um, into things that are not true. I'll be interested to check our texts uh, during the commercial break, because I want to see what people have to say about this. Okie doke, 415-295-KFTC. Texting rates may apply. <laughs> For whatever that stupid disclaimer is, you always have to do. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Some of the texts on the text line, which to me is the best place to, to see texts, um, about this whole it's clear winner, this whole idea of our uh, people who are gay not wanting to be part of the the TQ part there at the end of LGBTQ, etc. Or, or, or embrace the full on out there progressive thing. Right. When it comes to there's no such thing sex as gender. gender. There's uh, there's or there's ninety different genders. You're or, not allowed to prefer girl junk over guy junk for lovemaking. That's and bigotry. We just, we just played this well known social media lesbian who says I'm out. I'm I'm done with the whole uh, crowd. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm not into that stuff. We got and I said uh, if you're gay or you know anything about the community, how many people feel this way? I'm gay and I agree with her. 100%. I'm starting to tell my leftist friends that I'll never vote Democrat again. The far left have co-opted the gains of gays and lesbians for their own reasons in order to be labeled victims. Most who identify as queer have no idea what that means, but they think it's cool. I remember being beat up in middle school, being called a queer, and I hate that label. I'm a libertarian. People can live their lives how they want, but there's a lot of anger on the left today for inexplicable reasons. Interesting. Yeah, well, because she as she brought up, um, there's she's seen more bigotry from the people that uh, claimed that that was the big problem in our country, right? Uh, than she right. she ever would imagine. Angry, hateful bigots, and I don't like angry, hateful bigots of any stripe, hmm. including y'all. You know, one of the uh, one of the I, this is so simple; it seems even silly to even bring it up. How much is too much is a question that is not asked enough. I'm I I'm not in favor of child labor or beatings on the job, but that doesn't mean that I'm for uh, public employee unions, for instance. I don't think it works as a concept. You can be in favor of a lot of rights and a lot of understanding, but 
at the point that people are saying you don't get to choose who you'd prefer to have sex with because that's bigotry, that's way too much and way too far. You're too loony. So the idea that you're either wearing one uniform or the other, real people don't work like that. What would you say TERF is, Sean? What's TERF? Trans-exclusive rights feminist. Right. Women who say there's... Well, and the, and the whole super progressive thing that there's no such thing as a woman or a man it's all a central it's a it's a societal construct and if you decide you're a woman you're every bit as much of a woman as the the sort that has a vagina and and they and they use they use terms like uh uh men with vaginas and stuff like that and and men who menstruate or whatever and and it's just if you deny there's such a thing as a woman, how can a feminist say women have to have rights? But and, so if I'm a lesbian, I like a classic lesbian, I'm just I, I call I'm a woman. I say I'm a woman who likes other women sexually. Yes. You're doing something wrong. Well, yeah, you're a bigot. You're a bigot. Just but, just, just trans, in terms of thing, go ahead. Full uh, accuracy. Trans exclusionary radical feminist is what turf stands okay. for. Uh, okay. Got this text. Gay man here, who also happens to be a history major, left the community about the same time social media was blowing up. Most normal people never saw this whack job philosophy coming down the line because it was just getting started. I'll tell you that as social media has grown, so has the far social left's voice. Yeah, and again, a lot of it is this effort to turn these really fuzzy social sciences and theories into something that looks like science. And then indoctrinate people into it. And so they developed all this fancy verbiage and nomenclature and flow charts and theories and the rest of it. And, and it's bunk. 90% of it is bunk and anybody sane knows it and they don't want to be tarred with it. Mm, this will be an interesting one to follow to see how it plays out. I think it'll burn itself out. It'll eat itself, but I've been surprised before. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Right here. He turned the corner, he was walking up, he had a bag, he said, I got her. Yeah, she was kidnapped and I paid her ransom. Windows get smashed when computers get left in them, when phones get left in them. It sucks, but that's just kind of like the way it is in San Francisco now. But a dog? crossing the line now if it's getting to the point where uh dogs are being taken out of cars nothing can be left in a car yeah i i don't like the resignation even though it's somewhat true of a citizen of san francisco saying hey windows get smashed computers phones that that's just part of living in san francisco but a dog that's too much the idea of, of course anything visible in your car they'll smash your windows and steal it. that's right. just part of life living in a city well it wasn't not that long ago but well, they decriminalized crime. That's courtesy of KGO TV, right? Nice job there. Uh, my only problem with that story is the dog stolen was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Cavalier King Charles. That's four word name breed. Beagle. That's one word. Right. Now, not listen. A beagle. Now, I'm not a, an extremist. Labrador retriever. I can put up with that. Two words. You know, blood, hound. Two words. Cavalier King Charles Spaniel? Well, la-dee-da, please. <laughs> That's no dog. So, uh... <laughs> Did, didn't you have one of those? I don't think so. No? I had a Springer Spaniel. What was Muggsy? He was a Springer Spaniel? Yeah. yeah. Was he a King Charles? <laughs> Named Muggsy? Yeah. That's... I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know if he had a full name that I don't know about. Hmm. Um, uh, there's a reason he kept a lot of secrets, did he? There's a there's a reason I bring this up. <laughs> Maybe that's why he bit you. I didn't yeah, see you had right. too many secrets from each other. I didn't see nothing, said Muggsy. <laughs> uh, I bring this up for a point. Elizabeth Warren just unveiled a bill to redirect money from the racist border wall to fight coronavirus, which is uh, an excellent what? trying to grab onto the story of the day, get a headline sort of maneuver. Yeah, which leads me to this. From Jonah Goldberg. Y'all spend money on whatever you want all the time, even if we don't have it. Jonah Goldberg of The Dispatch, who tweeted, So when I say I dislike Elizabeth Warren the most of the Democratic field, before you can convince me I'm being sexist, you have to tell me why I like Amy Klobuchar the most of the field. Mm -hmm. Which I'm kind of there myself. Yeah, me too. She's my fave. No doubt. Uncle Dick in the deer stand. Right! Hillary would have to answer for that, too. There's an awful lot of people that think Amy Klobuchar is just fine. You know what? She doesn't come off as a, a human being you would hate. Evil. Like, she doesn't come off as evil. Because she's a woman. Or she, radiates, a woman. she radiates awkward ant energy, but she does not appear to be evil. So you remember the halftime show of the Super Bowl? I'm still shaken by it. Um, <laughs> At least nobody showed their nipple. There were 1,300 people who complained to the FCC after Jennifer Lopez and Shakira shook their uh, the private parts in our faces on our HD television sets. Mm-hmm. Without my consent, by the way. Including complaints like this to the FCC. Completely inappropriate halftime show with simulated orgies, stripping, and borderline pornography. I'm not sure you've seen enough pornography to have an idea of how close it was or wasn't to pornography. I mean, the simulated orgy stripping, and that, and that, that was all actually true. Yeah. I mean, that was just full-on stripper moves on a pole, and, you know, and you're mostly naked, but... Uh, this is a family event during primetime should never have happened, said uh, somebody in Indiana. I do not subscribe to the Playboy channel. We don't buy porn for $20 a flick. We just wanted to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, said this other person complaining. It was pretty racy. Yeah. To, to the extent that I watched it, which wasn't a lot. It's not my thing. I don't know when it becomes uh, when you actually draw a line on any of this stuff. Because you go back through history and a lot of the lines were drawn at ridiculous points. Right. Women couldn't wear, you know, uh, a dress above the the lower calf, for instance. Uh, you know that sort of stuff. Right. Married couples had uh, separate beds on TV, that sort of thing. Yeah. But like, it's, we've t- talked about this before in the the uh, context of music. Like Elvis shaking his hips was banned or shot from the, you know, from the chest up. Okay, silly, too much, too far. But but like seriously naked bodies rubbing on each other and there can be a line just because one line was not a good one or was too uh, prematurely drawn or was too little that that doesn't invalidate the, the the concept of lines you know what's the what's the argued uh, I guess freedom, but what's the argued upside for women simulating sex on stage? For a family event. What's the argument for it? Particularly for a family event? I don't know if there is one. Hmm, but that's people people, people like it is the argument. Those are that's, the, that's, the, well, that's the only argument. Those are the popular artists you hired to do the show. That's the art, quote unquote, that's the art that they do. Hmm, yeah. That's what most people want. That's what a lot of people want, and you can't please everyone. I'm I'm trying to make a lawyerly argument. I'm not a fan of it myself. Um, I thought it was too much. Was, this is too much. I just uh, we're a coarse, coarse society. Um, 
Well, no, for, no, no. For, I'm for not people that worried up about, about it. For people, well, I'm not either, but for people who are worried about toxic male behavior and that sort of stuff and raising boys to respect women, well, what, the, what, is, what is this here? What is that there? It, How does that help me do that? Yeah, listen, I'm, I am extremely uh, positive on the idea of empowering women. To be sex objects. No, uh, just in general, um, to be whatever they want. I do not buy the... Portraying yourself as mostly a sex object is liberating. I don't. I don't buy that. I don't think the math works. I think I understand why you want it to work. Some people. I. I don't think it works. I think it reduces women. I mean, I, you know, and I'm fine with the idea that a woman can be sexy and sexual and the rest of it, and also be intelligent and worthy of respect and you know, powerful or you know, a hundred other different things. I, I don't have any problem with that, but. There is absolutely a need to be the sex pot in in music right now, unless you're Billie Eilish, which is why I dig her thing, because her thing is uh, come for the music or don't don't uh, show up at all, which I I can really respect. Yeah, I don't. Why do you have to tramp yourself up? Maybe the music's not so good. <laughs> I got this text. I don't see the issue. If I can get a little porn with my football, it's just a bonus. It's like when you find an onion ring in your French fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. It's difficult to argue with that. So I mentioned this earlier, and I can't confirm it. And I can't remember where I heard it, so I may have made it up. Mm. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I heard it. Fact check! MSNBC is going to hire some more pro-Bernie people to to have on the set because they've been getting a lot of complaints. And I think this is a really interesting discussion. Maybe it's only interesting to me because I'm in this business, but uh, Bernie is going to get the nomination. Probably. Poll came out over the weekend. 72% of Democrats have a favorable view of Bernie. Durr. The most likely channel you're going to watch if you're a Democrat is MSNBC. Why am I, as a Democrat, most likely I like Bernie, according to the poll, to the stats. I turn on my TV and all I see is a bunch of people moaning about how awful it is that he's going to be the candidate. Right. What is that? Why wouldn't it reflect more of what we want and then then the same thing uh, happened with trump and well that's the difference between pandering and agreeing yeah yeah i get that but yeah. at some point what is the point what is the point of having msnbc to tell the minority of people out there they're wrong that's not what they're in the business for no they're in the business to make money so they're going to pander yeah i don't think i don't think it is awful that they would get you know, have less James Carville. I saw James Carville this morning on uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC. Mm. And uh, Mika said, sir, are you still scared? I'm scared as hell. I'm scared of hell. This guy's going to get the nomination. Bernard so, Sanders. Well, three quarters three quarters of your viewers like Bernie. They don't want to hear that guy saying that. Why would you give that to him? I just don't understand the point. Because it's true and he's right. But again, that's a choice. Are you informing or are you pandering? They're pandering. They get to well, pander. I don't know if that is pandering, though. At some point, you're just reflecting what most of the country country wants. Well, if they eliminate James Carville from saying that, I think that's a big problem. If they bring in more voices to try to do the point-counterpoint with him, I think that's fine. 
But if they if, if they, they got nobody waving the Bernie flag at all, that would be odd. That's mostly been the case. When, yeah. I, when I watched the coverage after he won Nevada, you had Nicole Wallace on there, you had Chris Matthews, and you had James Carville. All three of them were horrified at the right. idea of Bernie being the nominee. That's really not a reflection of your audience. How's the anti-carpenter stand on Bernie? The hammering hater, Lawrence O'Donnell. Well, he, he's been calling himself a democratic socialist for years. Stop the hammering! Lawrence O'Donnell is a democratic socialist. Right. Well, that's what's going to happen, uh, oddly enough, if we elect socialists, is it will stop the hammering. And, <laughs> and the selling and the buying and the transporting. It will crush the economy. Yeah. You're prescient there, you nut job. But uh, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Is it is it pandering or just there should be? It makes sense that there'd be a channel out there that is reflecting the seventy five percent of Democrats who like Bernie, as opposed to the the tiny minority sure. that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I, it's difficult for me to... Uh, I agree with you in principle. Same it's thing difficult for me to get the words to come out of my mouth because I consider it a loathsome and truly dangerous uh, philosophy that Bernie has. Same thing happened with Trump. A, a lot of the uh, the people that hated Trump that were on the right, they've kind of disappeared over time yeah. from Fox. You know, given the hundreds of millions that have died at the hands of communism and socialism is a step on the way to communism, it doesn't always go all the way there, by the way. I'm not an extremist. I had, uh, I've studied history, but um, uh, but it's a little like saying there really ought to be a Klan channel in, you know, rural Alabama to reflect that point of view. I mean, if you're going to make money, yeah, but at what point is embracing something loathsome at what point do you get to call it loathsome? If 75% of the people in a county in Alabama, and I don't think this is true, by, but if that were the case, yeah, I don't think there are any counties like that. But if 75% of the people in your county were racist, should you have a racist radio station or TV outlet? You certainly could. You could pull it off. You'd get the numbers. Yeah, yeah, and you'd have the right to as well. And I cherish the right to be friggin' idiots. Um, but so, you know, it's, uh, but these things uh, work themselves out. I wish MSNBC well. I think Actually, they, I wish they'd go to hell, but, well, you I know, for the purpose of the show, I'll say I wish them well. I think they're <laughs> destroying their, the, the business model of being a for-profit <laughs> news organization if you're going to have only people on there bad-mouthing what three-quarters of your viewers want. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's not going to last. Yes. So then you're talking to nobody, so what are you accomplishing? Well, you'll be talking from a gulag. When those fine people take over. <laughs> Always with that. <laughs> and then you can say whatever you want until the guards beat you. We got this text. How about a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier? Are you okay with that, or is that no, too many words? No, that's too many words. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Bernard Sanders. <laughs> this is Public Enemy and Bernard Sanders. Bernard Sanders. I guess he'll be appearing with them or something? So Bernie Sanders is doing an event with Public Enemy. Where? Quite the power. In Los Angeles. Where now, else? A shiny nickel, whoever comes up with the best joke of. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's going to be doing an event with what would be the funniest... 
the Andrews sisters. Or... That's pretty good. <laughs> That's tough to beat. Glenn Miller, uh, Glenn Miller Orchestra. Too many words. Andrews, I think you win. That's, yeah. wow. Uh, bra- breaking Japanese preseason baseball news. <laughs> well, well, you got me on the edge of my seat now. Brandon hit that gong with his tail. Cool. Good boy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're going to find this interesting. I'll bet you'll think this is a valid story. Yes or no? Place your bet. I assume you got your cynical look on your face. I assume it's going to be or you wouldn't be telling us. All right. That's very kind of you to say. A little trust. A little respect. (laughs) Japanese Major League Baseball, their their big baseball league, the rest of the preseason is closed to fans because of the coronavirus. Well, they They're going to play the game in empty stadiums, empty fields. They announced today they canceled all schools in Japan. Now, keep in mind, they have no children, but all schools in Japan are closed through the end of March? Yes. Just as a precaution. Wow! And to try to limit the, the mushrooming of this thing. But they're going to play the baseball games with nobody in the stands. Yep, the teams are just going to play and practice and get ready for the the season. Now, I don't know when Japanese baseball starts, probably around uh, their northern hemisphere, too, probably around April 1st. But um, Now, I I read an article. What happens when the season begins, I do not know. And by that, I mean I saw a headline as I was scrolling by many articles. (laughs) Yes. I I read an article. (laughs) Um, And they were making the connection that with the Tokyo is going to be the home of the Summer Olympics this year. They are going Godzilla, Godzilla. way above and beyond to try to make sure they don't have a situation that will affect the Olympics, right. which I think is partly oh, why right. the, the school and like, these grandiose things, they're trying to nip it in the bud, as Barney Fife would say. And, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, because they have this international competition coming to their doorstep very it's, soon. It's something to see Japan get ahead of something like this, because I remember they prepared in no way whatsoever for Godzilla. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had <laughs> destroyed you. He had destroyed their city before. They this did is nothing. one of the major economic and cultural <laughs> powerhouses on Earth, and you got one card, the Godzilla card. <laughs> then nothing to prepare for Mothra. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. The armed forces thought they were ready. They just didn't understand they were up against an unbeatable gigantic moth. I mean, it's not like there's a great history of gigantic moths to draw from. Right. I mean, it's come up with your stra- your, your 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 tactics. Good lord. Also, man, this is a good email. So, do we how, have time how, for this? so how many cases do they have in Japan to, to react that 130. way? 130. No, I don't, I don't actually know. To close well, they've the had a number of deaths of, of older folks, but I don't know. I don't remember. The numbers change every day. That's kind of the point. Yeah, if you can come up with that, I'd be interested. I mean, at what point are they closing schools and stuff like that? Because, I mean, that'll be seriously disruptive to life. Got this note from Andy, who uh, lives in the northern chunk of California. He said, it would be interesting to hear comments from health experts talking about the ramifications of the virus spreading among our giant homeless populations. Boy, somebody gets the coronavirus oh, in a homeless wow. camp. wow. Now that's going to be quite the political story. Yeah. How do you handle that? Well, San Diego... As a lot of you know, the Hepe thing gave San Diego the tools to clean up the streets. So the reaction might be troublesome to some of you who uh, believe in free-range campers. Hey kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty.
Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. He presses the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, now I can't confirm this, but um, it's been said that the the coronavirus hates noise. And so if you start sneezing, you're supposed to run north, and every 20 feet you yell. So protect yourself. Well, see, I hadn't read those guidelines yet. Uh, Positive Sean, your final thought? Yeah, I'm delighted when I find it. New little turns of phrases that I can slip awkwardly into conversation. When Jack told me during one of the breaks, he knew a guy who anytime anybody offered him food of any sort, he'd say, no thanks, I had an apple on the train. And I'm going to be saying that at least 50 times <laughs> oh, a day yeah. for it's the next hilarious. four weeks. I don't know why it's so funny, but it really you is. You have to say it very deadpan. No thanks, I just had an apple on the train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, final thought for us? I don't like being a drug addict. Those of you who are drug addicts, I don't know how you, you pull it off, because I'm addicted to the drug of caffeine, and we didn't have coffee today. Our coffee machine was broke, and that was a miserable 45 minutes until I got my drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's You need it. It makes you nutso. Yeah, yep, agreed. Uh, my final thought is, I just showed Jack a picture. A buddy of mine got hit in the head with a golf ball yesterday, and it, it could have killed him or taken out his eye or something. like that. It could have been an absolute tragedy. He's going to be okay. Uh, but uh, my fellow golfers, take 10 seconds. I don't care how impatient you are. Let people get good and far away from the green. You're not that good. And if you killed somebody, well, you can fill in the uh, the blank however you want. It's Wait. amazing it doesn't happen more often. Yeah. Because yeah. there are deadly objects flying all over the place. Yeah, I've been hit a number of times, but never in the head. That's a Ooh. bad, bad thing, man. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day. So many people who thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the podcasts are there and uh, and some great clicks and videos, the A&G swag. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? But are you a capitalist? No, I'm not a capitalist. Armstrong and Getty.